ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. Baptista! Sorry. <laughs> I am your host, Sean Kuyper. I'm here tonight with the whole gang. Woo! The whole gang is the in town. We was gang. not expecting Adam to be here with us, but they had a late game cancellation, so we're just going to pretend he's not here and continue to do our show so as we had scheduled. Him, if you hear him randomly talk, it's just your imagination. He's not here. Right. He's, he's not here. I just do a very good impression. <laughs> that impression was really good. It was. <laughs> Who done the laugh? I don't remember. The laugh was solid. But I thought... I, I think we were all laughing. I think all three of us... I mean, I think we did a pretty good... It, it was a good job. Thank you. Not knowing that Adam was going to be here this week, we didn't really prep for a new section, but we do have a different section that we're going to introduce this week. But I want to talk about something that is newsworthy that I've heard a lot of, and we've talked a little bit about it. It came out yesterday that Kevin Durant said that if he didn't get traded, that he was going to retire. Make okay. him hang it up. So Mark Stein is a pretty well-known guy, right? He's not just reporting something just to be reporting it. Of course, everybody knowing who KD is, he is a reactionary player, doesn't like to be talked about. So what's he do? He goes out and tweets today that anyone that knows him knows that he wouldn't do that. He is definitely not going to retire and blah, 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 all this stuff, and gets all tore up about it. I was listening to Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp on the way home, and Skip Bayless says that's the dumbest thing he could have ever done. He had them up against the wall with the thought that he might retire, and he pulled the rug right out from underneath himself by saying, I'm not retiring, that's crazy. And I got to think about it, he's, he's right. I mean, Skip's right. I mean, if you want out and you – Threaten to retire, make them call your bluff. Skip, skip, skip. Come on now, skip. Come on now, skip. Come on, skip. Come on over to Uncle Shannon. Come on. You're not talking like you got your mouth full of food. They couldn't see that. I stuck my chin out really far and shook my head no. I, it, it's actually not really a, that he sounds like he has a mouthful of food. It's like he has water in his mouth, and he's trying to talk and not let the water spill out of his mouth at the same time. Well, you know what it is, Sean. When they come over here to Club Shay Shay, that's what we do over here. <laughs> that's, that's not bad. That's pretty good. So, but but you're right. He 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 I, he had the power to begin with because he is you know top three player in the world who's acting like a baby right now. But hey, if you don't trade me, I'm going to retire, and you get nothing. For me, because I'm just going to retire. Right. But you can't come back because... You're still in a contract. Yeah, and that doesn't start until the season starts. So, 
He's not gonna. He's not gonna retire. But I do think he. I don't think he plays this. If you're Brooklyn, why do you want him there? He obviously doesn't want to be there. They're trying to trade him, but like we've said before, the whole Rudy Gobert trade threw everything off, and they think they're going to get eight draft picks and seven players, and that's not going to happen. Yeah, they need to take the Boston offer, which is a very valid offer. But, I mean, he blew this team up. He didn't want to be the LeBron James, but he is the LeBron James. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb, hot take here. I think he's worse than LeBron James. I think, I mean, because LeBron hasn't ever done this after his first full year of playing, after he got everything that he wanted. I mean, LeBron in Miami was year four whenever he got fed up with everything. Uh, LeBron in L.A., what is this, year four? Yeah. So – it takes four years for him to get to that point. And I think Kevin Durant is the biggest crybaby in all of sports. The main reason he's not as good as LeBron is because he gets hurt. Right. He's I mean I mean an Achilles He's fragile. You, know, you can't I mean that just happens sometimes, but other than that, he's had hamstring issues. He's had growing issues. He's had knee issues. He's had, you know, and he's got breadsticks for feet. He does have <laughs> breadsticks for feet. We Let's bring that, that back up. You're right. Breadsticks for feet. So he's just not as durable as LeBron LeBron. Because he's but built he like he can a play. He can play. Yeah. That that that's for that's for sure. I wanted to throw that out there because I I felt like that, that that's really like a hot Subject right now, and wanted wanted to make sure that that I threw that out there on that I want part to of it. So. Follow up on that, and my last thing I'm going to say is I hate Kevin Durant. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't care if he stays in Brooklyn I, or not. Like, I honestly, I don't want him to go to Boston because I don't want to have to. Can we ship him off to the WNBA? Him. Will they? Will they take him? I, think I mean, they, forty. They need star power. You know, can can we swap him with know. Brittany Griner? I mean, get, can that be the take? Can that be the stance we take? I mean, can we you, give him to Russia? You give him some long hair. Wow, probably that look a lot is like a it. thought. I mean, let's call Vladimir Putin and say, "Hey, here's our offer. We'll give you Kevin Durant and cash considerations. And cash considerations. <laughs> give us Brittany Griner back and that guy. Yeah, yeah, that we didn't know was there. Yeah, and 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 we're going to keep the murderer. We'll just let you have Kevin Durant. Right, you just he's Kevin Durant. I mean, and listen, he can have Russian citizenship. He can play for you in the Olympics and all that. That's fine. Yeah. We don't want him. <laughs> I think it's fair trade to be He can play for the Moscow Maulers or whatever. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I so, really hope Kevin Durant listens to this show and calls us out. <laughs> I really do. Because you know he's soft as Charmin. He is. So like, this would destroy him. Well, this I mean, I just figured him. that you'll probably tag him in it. On, oh, I, I mean, it sounds like we need to start – putting that on Twitter because, you know, he's got a burner account. He's already proven that. Maybe that can be our second tagline. Our first tagline is we're the number one podcast that drops in Mount Sterling at 3 a.m. on Saturday mornings. The second is let's swap Kevin Durant for Brittany Griner. I I mean, mean, I'll do straight up if we need to. Right. We could start tagging each day like you were trying to get – What's her name to follow? Jordan Grace. Yeah, she you never did. Maybe maybe we just put out Kevin Durant tweets every day, just bam, bam, bam. (laughs) So what was the shirts that they all had made? Like, we are all BG or something like that for Brittany Graham? Yeah. We all just need to start tweeting. KD for BG. KD for BG. There it is right there. <laughs> Hashtag KD for BG. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's really good. <laughs> KD really good. for BG. I bet we could get Mark Stein on board. He called him a liar. <laughs> right. 
probably trying to root a on board too. <laughs> probably skip. Well, and his tweet was is that you all will believe an unnamed source before you believe me, and I'm like, well, Mark Stein put his name to it. Right, he's I mean, not unnamed. Right, he's he said Mark Stein says this. Right, yeah. right. I don't know if Kevin Durant realizes how Twitter works. That when Mark Stein or Woj or one of those guys tweeted out, it's them saying. Right, it's, it's not an unnamed source. Right, right. because yeah. if it is, he, they say sources say. Right, right. Mark Stein said, "I say." Right. <laughs> yeah, and I mean. Generally, if you put your, if if those guys put their name to it, it's just like Schefter. It's no, you know, and the, he on, and he's been caught on a couple of things, and he's apologized for him. But look, when he says that stuff, it's what is believed by him. Right. Yeah. Now, if somebody switches him up and tricks him, he can't control that. But he also can't, like, if he feels valid about a point. You've got to go because that's the whole. That's the whole job to be well, is to be first. That's the nature of journalism is you have to hear the and you have. I mean, because it's all about clicks and getting people to to interact and do all that thing. So, point. Well, I was going to make another point beyond this. You brought up journalism, and if we want to do this, that's fine. But we have to bring up the cow situation. Uh, we do have to talk about it. that's Adam's, I forgot about that. We have favorite. to bring up the cow situation because he brings up journalism and that We we've got time to do the we, new that, segment. That too. embodied uh, a whole different scenario here in Lexington. Well, and you know the problem with that is is you have your football players and your basketball players that are just like no, like I mean Kenneth Horsey who's going to be an all-American this right. year yep. came out and was like um, we're in everything school. Like, did you not see what our rifle team does? Our volleyball team just won the national championship a few years ago. The cheerleaders, uh, cheerleaders are cheerleaders, awesome. Swimming, like volleyball won the national championship two years ago. Yeah, because I just, I just, oh, I'm sorry, I just said that. Sorry, was it two years? Memory. <laughs> was it two years or last year? It was two years. Oh, okay. But I, I literally just said that. Yeah. <laughs> Missed it. <laughs> Maybe his ears aren't working. Maybe he's got COVID. I've only got one ear hearing. So, well, that's turn your hearing aid up, Pepal. So, and he's not wrong. I mean, you got you got DeAndre Square comes out and he says, "Listen, I buy my tickets to watch UK basketball. Like, I'm a basketball fan. If if you lit if you live under a rock, let's let's recap it just a little bit. John Calipari to make this." long story short, basically came out and said, we're a basketball school. We need a new practice facility. We're a, we're a basketball school, and that's why we need it, and we need it now, basically making demands. And Mark Stoops went went to Twitter immediately and went, hold on, wait a minute, basketball school, I thought we were the ones that made it to the postseason. I thought and we won, played in the SEC. Yeah, yeah, I thought we played in the SEC. Uh four bowl wins in a row, or we win in the postseason, you know, basically like that. And and so it was a back and forth with them. Um, it was it was really bad timing for Calipari to be in, in the Bahamas. Uh, they were in – U.K. basketball was in the Bahamas. You know, they played four games down there. Uh, they're allowed to do that every four years. Uh, really bad timing for him to be down there because otherwise – He'd have been in Mark's office that day, that afternoon, and he'd have been like, wait a minute, I screwed up. And they'd have had it all, you know, hashed out by that point. So, bad timing. 
I think he, you know, he tried to call Mark Stoops. He didn't take the call at the time. And then what made everything worse was Mitch Barnhart told both of them, don't say anything. Don't call each other. Don't talk to one another. We'll get this figured out. And then, and then <laughs> Mitch has a conference, a media conference. Press conference. Press conference. That's what, that's what we call it nowadays. Blames the media. And then tells, basically tells Cal without telling Cal, saying Cal's name, we can find another coach if you, if we need to. Oh wow, I didn't hear him say that. Yeah, that's basically what he said. And you're just like, what are you doing? Well, I think for that press conference, I think Mitch Barnhart ought to be president at this moment as soon as he fires Cal. So. <laughs> He's not going to fire Cal. I He's like not gonna it, Sean. Him. I like where he, you're going. He's not going to fire Cal. Um, Does he have the sweaty balls to be able to do that? <laughs> uh, no, no, he, he don't because he'll no. be told that's a st- – look. Then, then he loses his job. Here's the thing. Exactly. But uh, – th- This was a great point that I heard today. <laughs> well, fine. Finish your great point. <laughs> Who is the most replaceable of those three? That would be Mitch, Mitch Barnhart. Barnhart. I mean, Mitch Barnhart, because you got Dwayne Peavy sitting up at um, DePaul. DePaul, thank you. I like your knowledge. Uh, that could just quit and come to Kentucky immediately because he was here already for years. You know who else doesn't have a job? Tom Jurich. I think I'd rather have Dwayne Peavy. <laughs> Although I Tom Jurich has shown that he can do really good things. So I think. Mitch Barnhart obviously did a lot of things wrong. I think the first thing you do there is you make Cal and you make Mark Stoops be up there with you. And it shows a united front that, hey, listen, even family has tiffs. We have squashed this. We're working together. Kentucky is a sports school. We're all on the same page. We're all moving forward. But the problem is, like, they don't. Neither one of them like Mitch Barnhart, right? Right. Stoops and Cal Perry. I think Stoops. Like I think Stoops is cordial well, with him because Cal Stoops is, is not. The one that's benefiting right now. They, Cal and I mean they are on the top, total opposite ends of the, of the field. Of well, Cal and, and Stoops actually owes his career to Barnhart because any other a- athletic director would have fired Mark Stoops like year four. It's and very the whole possible. thing when they hired Mark Stoops years ago, the whole thing I said was, "I hope they're patient." Because I thought they had the right guy. Yeah. Well, and and I was the same way. And it didn't matter if it was Mark Stoops or whoever it was. You can't turn Kentucky around football wise if you're not going to give them five years. You got to get rid of all of the old and get the new in to where they're not just freshmen. Right. Right. And they did that. And I think he's proven – I mean, he's getting calls every year. I think we're blessed that he's still here, to be honest with you, because this crap right here keeps it up. He won't turn down an opportunity well, the next time. You, right. you had Paul Feinbaum come out, and, I mean, he basically said, you wonder why Bear Bryant left. Like, this this is this is the kind of crap that ran Bear Bryant off. Yeah, this right. Like, because you have – a basketball coach, at least Adolph Rupp had done something in, with with his coaching career. Coach Cal has had the best team most years, year in and year out. And he, in the 12 years he's been here, we have one national championship. 
which is the exact same that Baylor has. Right. Do true. you think that some of this is jealousy because uh, the football team got the new practice facility and the? That's why. I mean, Stoops know. is the one benefiting right now from yeah. Barnhart, so it'd be he'd be crazy to come out and not. But on the but on the flip side of that. Stoops is benefiting, but it wasn't like a, a, a new build, which is yeah. what Cal wants. Cal wants a new build. Stoops got a repurposed, multi, multi-purpose facility. Like, they were like, oh, track was here and this and that. Now we're just kicking you out and we got football. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Nutter Center is <laughs> – Nutter. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> the Nutter Center, it, it, he said, was fine. They just need the full field in there because the track was around the – black edges of the end zone, you couldn't get the actual full end zone feel when you're practicing indoors. So, you know, they're going to take the in, they're gonna take it to track and field, which needs a new facility. They've obviously proven that in the last four years. Um, so I will say what Cal said, and I don't know that I've heard this from a lot of people, what Cal said is not wrong. I mean, I'm – I think they probably do need a new practice facility. That facility was built in 2019. Not, no, I'm sorry. 2009. I was like, dang. 2009. So it's it's almost 20 years old. No, it's not that old. Or 13. <laughs> Math is Regardless. hard. Regardless. Numbers are hard. <laughs> Just it's not, it's not within the top. Let's let, let me rephrase it this way. It's not the top 50 of practice facilities in the NCAA. And Kentucky is in the top five programs, period. Is this affecting us somehow? Uh, it is. There has been there has been reports in the last three years where people have come in, r- recruits have come in and said, your practice facilities are just kind of eh. And but not on, only but that, on the flip side of that, that, they're getting ready to land the top five recruits in next year's class. It's possible. It's possible, yes. So, like, are they really affecting us that bad? Well, part of that is from NIL. So it's not that's not as much practice facilities or dorms. Dorms was another thing that came up. Ty Ty Washington said, "Your old dorms suck." Well, and I will say that Wildcat Lodge is about a hundred years. It old. is. It is. Um, I would rather them worry about that than the practice facilities. I mean, but but NIL is taking care of that. I mean, they're getting you know top five program money, and that is where Mark Stoops has his complaint. Because he's having to come in these press conferences and beg businesses right. for NIL deals, and you've got Oscar and all these guys on the basketball team making two, three million dollars. Right. Well, and and Mark Stoops has said that our boosters have to look. NIL's not a bad thing. Like it's not. We're not doing anything illegal. Like help us get these players. So it's interesting, and and it's kind of taking the whole sports world by storm, especially at the collegiate level, and. You look at all your SEC opponents, they're all posting pictures of their basketball and uh, football coaches all hugged up and buddy-buddy and say, you know, at our school, this is how it works. So it's a black eye on the entire program, basketball or football. Kentucky in general is getting getting a black eye. But what really ticks me off as somebody who played a a minor sport in college is that you have the two biggest juggernauts talking about new facilities – and meanwhile, you have that fly everywhere. And meanwhile, you got the softball team and the arch and all that have to jump on a bus and drive places. Like, in the grand scheme of things, I, yes, I know you make the money, but are you really representing the almost 400 athletes that the University of Kentucky has? And the answer is no. 
That's true. That's true. It'll be interesting to see this play out over the next little it's bit. It's a mess. It really for is. For sure. So Hashtag we, uh, KD for BG. <laughs> so we teased a, uh, a new segment, and uh, this will be something that will continue throughout the football season. And uh, Wes is going to do a, a little fantasy football for us. Are you uh, are you doing rankings? You're going to talk about our dynasty league. What are you What are you going to talk about tonight? So I've just got, <clears throat> in my opinion, I've got the uh, top five of each at each position minus tight end because there's not a top. There's not five good tight ends. There's about three, and then after that, they're all. Agreed. Yes. I mean, I could I could name four at least, but yeah, go ahead. Um, so I've got the I've got the top five, and and really, in all honesty, I think all of these I think these rankings are pretty good for dynasty or redraft. I mean, there's no need in us taking notes because we've already in the dynasty league with him. So oh, that's true. Yeah. We can't use this for research. You don't have any, you don't him. have any redrafts. You don't. You're not going to be in another one this year, are you? No, I told Trey today I didn't even want to be in this one. And you've already done one, or you've got I've one coming up? I've done one, and I've got another one coming next Friday. Yeah, I've got one coming up Saturday. So, And I hate fantasy And I've, got, I've actually got another one because Mr. Richards texted me today and said, Are you in? <laughs> I was like, sure, why not? He didn't text me. I guess <laughs> oh. I made that abundantly clear. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, without further ado. Ado. Um, this is my. Now you're gonna do these, Sean Kuiper style, where he where you start at the best first and then go. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start. I actually am gonna start at the best first and go down because okay. I think your top two are no brainers. After that, said. it's kind of like you're like, wait a minute, why is he not? What? Who's not there? Justin Fields and Tom Brady, right? <laughs> no, not Justin at all. Fields, Blaine Gabbert, Geno Smith, Drew Locke. <laughs> Mason Rudolph. Hey, by the way, Geno Smith is the only quarterback yep. that has a perfect NFL passer rating and a zero passer rating in the same season. Well, I mean, he played for the Jets. But, I mean, if he's all world. He played for the Jets. Zero passer rating. Jets. Just, just for the record, Drew Locke absolutely smoked it the other night in the preseason okay. game. Do you want to go there? Against the threes and fours. Exactly. I mean, confidence is confidence. That's, that's all kind of I'm going to stick up for Geno until he sucks because he's on my team. Drew Locke did run with the ones today at practice. Drew Locke's going to be your starter. I agree. <laughs> I, I'm, or I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming to uh, Adam's side on this for the time being. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be in Cleveland. As I believe that's true, too. one year is announced. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, we digress. Yeah. Without further ado. Ado. Uh, your top five quarterbacks. Uh, number one, Josh Allen. I mean, it's a no-brainer. I mean, he can throw the ball. He can rush the ball. Um, he's got a good um, receiving core. I mean, it, it, no-brainer. Number two would be Justin Herbert. Because Wow. That's just a little surprising. Herbert at two? Herbert at two. Now we know. That's why he values him so much. I mean, he's just – I mean, he's if just, he would have come with a strong trade offer the other day, but he, like, tried to sh- 
short on me, just robbed me, just like he always does. Tries to offer me guys I've never even heard Did of. Did I do that to Trey? No. Well, that's because I talked Trey into taking your trade. Just <laughs> So you're saying the say sales no Okay. Trey, um, Trey, if you're listening, okay, we don't discuss your trades amongst ourselves. Okay, it's fine. Never. It was just happened that we were all having a conversation and got brought up. But it typically never works that way. Number three, Kyler Murray. Where the heck is Patrick Mahomes on this list? He's missing Tyreek Hill. You know what's going ha- You know what's happening right now, right? People have decided they're going to turn our show off because they're going to be like, these guys don't know fantasy football. What the heck is he talking okay. about? I gave Wes more credit than this. I really did. Kyler Murray with, uh, you know, D-hops on, on the sidelines for six games, but with Hollywood and with um, A.J. Green, you know, being what he is now, 500, 600 yards, six touchdowns. Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore being the young wide receiver. And, um, you know, they got – they got Trey um, McBride. McBride. He's four foot eleven and can't see over his line. But he plays Call of Duty a lot. He does play Call of Duty a lot. That's right. So he can, you know, he knows how to get in and out. Of I think he should have had places. a Call of Duty clause in his uh, contract, not a study clause. I think they go hand in hand. I don't. Did you see? Only on double XP weekends. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> That's all it is. Like when Call of Duty has double XP weekends, Kyler Murray plays bad. And well, I, they've done the stats. If I, yeah, he, he's right. If I was, I if I was an That's owner, how of, this is. I know. If I was an owner of Kyler Murray, I would be monitoring when those weekends are. And I wouldn't blame. Right. I'd call Xbox and just say no, no not during, during football season. No, not during football season. No double XP weekends. All right. So we got Allen, Herbert, Sherbert, Murray, Murray. Number four, Lamar Jackson. I think he's coming back this year. I, I like too. Lamar. I do like Lamar. Uh, he doesn't have the receiving core that all the rest of these guys do. But with with Mark Andrews, I think Rashad Bateman's going to show up Bateman's this year. Rashad Bateman's going to be scary good. Yeah, and um, and I think he's just going to tuck it and run like he did during his MVP season. I think he is going to be in the MVP conversation. Right. I think he's making a mistake not having a true agent in this situation right now, though. And he's asking for a fully guaranteed contract, and they're not going to give it to him. And he said that once the season starts, he's not having any contract talks. Yeah, he starts in June and uh, ends in whenever their first game is. He's making a mistake. LeBron didn't make a mistake, though. LeBron had his own people. He didn't have. He's never had an agent. I don't even come close to comparing Lamar Jackson to LeBron James. Anyways, number five. Number five. I think you're crazy, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, is this only because Tyreek Hill is gone? No, uh, no. I, I don't think Patrick Mahomes has been the greatest quarterback the last two years. Um, you, you know, and that's having Tyreek Hill. This is strictly fantasy, right? This is well. This is strictly fantasy, yes. But I, I mean, look, Tom Brady's not in your top five. I was going to say Aaron Rodgers is not in your top five. He's not. <laughs> I mean, I do think Patrick Mahomes was exposed a lot two yeah, years ago in the Super Bowl. I agree. I think he's one of those guys that 
is Andy Reid's quarterback. I think and wants Andy that and his offensive line was like jello. Well, that and they spent a ton of money to improve the offensive line last year, and it got no better. Well, it got better this year. It was supposed to get better last year, too. Yeah. Well, it takes time. You can't just rebuild an offensive line in one year. I think it was better last year, though. I think that Mahomes has got – I mean, he doesn't have Tyreek, but he's got a more complete wide receiver core this year than he's had in a long time. Having a Kansas City wide receiver this year is like having a New England running back. Yeah. In the preseason game, on the first drive, he threw it to six different people. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna That's give a, a fantasy nightmare. I'm going to give a dark horse for each of these also. Uh, my dark horse is Jalen Hurts. Um, he, he was top ten fantasy last year. I yeah. think Jalen Hurts could be a top five fantasy quarterback. Right, yeah. I, I mean, with a, with them acquiring A.J. Brown, um, with having um, but you know, a uh, question Devontae that wasn't Smith. Asked, how does Joe Burrow not make your top five? Joe Burrow has shown – Didn't you draft that him? I did. Okay. And that's in a dynasty league. And he's got the pieces around him to be really good. That's what I'm saying. His coach does not like to throw the ball around. And the only time they did was two weeks before the playoffs and during the playoffs, and you see what happened. Well, I've, So hopefully Zach Taylor me, will come back out this year and say, I need him to throw it 700-plus times. Which makes me think that they're going to throw it more because let, they saw the success. Let's hope. But as of right now – like He's my, not there. Most analysts have T. Higgins and Jamar Chase over 100 receptions this year. Right. You got to throw the ball to do that. You do. But, I mean, if that's the only two guys that gets 100 receptions, I mean, Tyler Boyd's going to get 60. 60 or 70. You know, it, it huh, kind of depends. looking good. And you got to figure, figure Joe Mixon's probably at least going to get 60. He catches the ball in the backfield. Him or Chris Evans. Like, you can combine for 60. I didn't know Cap was on their team. Oh, yeah. They got Captain America, who is also in the top five to be Kim Kardashian's next boyfriend. I've seen that list. The Vegas <laughs> yes. Listen, Vegas can put – has Tony the Muscle made the list yet? Because I'm sure if he hasn't, he'll be up there. Not yet. Okay. I don't think she's came to Southeast Indiana wrestling yet. He was pretty shocked to see himself on that list. <laughs> he, he, he tweeted out like, oh, really? So I think the one thing that you can see from this list – that they all have in common. They all run. They all run. They all run. You have to have. And if you're looking at points for scoring and fantasy, I can see why your list makes that makes sense like that. That's why you don't see a Burrow or a Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady on there because they're not going to run. I mean, Aaron runs a lot, but he doesn't run. He's not going to run for 80 yards in he's, a game. He might run a, for a couple of touchdowns. He he's more of a scrambler. He's right. gonna he's gonna scramble. Right. These guys they they have plays called for them to yeah. run. Yeah. All those guys are gonna run. Yeah. All right. So running backs. I do like the fact that with Herbert number two on your list, that makes me feel really good about drafting him. Um. All right, running backs. Um, at number one, and this is somebody that is probably a little bit uh, different. Um, it's it, it's JT. I was gonna say it's, if, it's, if it's not Jonathan Taylor, you're nuts. The only the no only reason I would the only reason I'd say you know he's a it's a little different having him at number one is because he doesn't catch the ball as much as a lot of these guys. Um, 
you know, I don't. It's I don't think it's pro, uh, But he's got a quarterback that can throw to their running back now. I, I was just going to say I don't think it's a matter of he can't catch it. He just hasn't, and we'll see what Matt Ryan can do for him this year. Yeah. Uh, but he's a spectacular runner. Yeah. Um, number two, as long as he stays healthy, CMC comes in at number two. Yeah. Um, he is. I, I mean, if he yep. can stay healthy, he'll average he, twenty five points when he's on the field. If he's if he's healthy, he he will he will jump JT immediately. Um, number three, Austin Eckler, because of the Herbert situation, he catches the ball. He had twenty touchdowns last year. Um, you know they are giving him the ball more inside the ten, uh, which is his big bugaboo. Up until last year, so um, if they continue that, he he lands at number three. His running back list is a lot better than his quarterback list. I mean, his quarterback list made sense. It did. It made sense because he's if you're looking at points, fantasy points. That's that's what you're looking at. Number four, Derrick Henry. You just can't. There's there's the guy that didn't catch doesn't catch the ball very much, although. He did catch the ball a little bit more last year than than in years past, but it doesn't matter. I mean, no. he can roll up 200 yards at a blink of an eye and score four touchdowns. I mean, we're end. talking about a guy who didn't play nine games and was still like seventh in rushing yards. Right, exactly. Because yeah. when the temperature drops, the Yeti comes out. <laughs> well, and and it's one of those things, man, where he's so big that for three quarters you may – Keep him to two and three yard runs, right. but he's going to beat on you. And come the fourth quarter, you don't want to try to tackle a two hundred seventy five pound man. Yeah, and and I mean he can bust an eighty yard run at any moment. The nastiest stiff arm in the NFL, yeah. bar none. By the way, if his and I think I told you all this, if in the locker room, if his seat isn't a throne, they're missing out. So, <laughs> so King Henry, if you want to call me, I'll help you with this marketing stuff. No doubt. He's he's one of them too though this year. Like like I really pray that the foot injury last year was a one time thing because it it tends to when these running backs get hurt, it becomes a thing. And and right? not only that, he's he's twenty nine. He's yeah. got a lot of wear and tear on him too. He, he, they give him the ball a lot. He does and he doesn't. He didn't get started until he was twenty five years old because uh, Demarco Murray was in front of him for the for two or three seasons. I mean. Henry just sat there on the sidelines because yeah. DeMarco Murray was so good. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't have as much wear from the time he came into the league, but just age just takes care and you know takes care of the body at right. some point or another and says yep. I can't go any further. Number five, Dalvin Cook. Um, the device. You know he he he. You know I, if I was him, I'd wear that thing on my shoulder all season long, and that way, that's the main thing that gets he gets hurt on is is is. He has had a few hamstrings and things, but nothing that really kept him out of the game. I'd keep that thing on my shoulder and just go to town because he was – he's electric. That's yeah. all there is to it. Uh, my dark horse is – and I think we've talked about this before, but it's DeAndre Swift because I think with the amount of catches he can get in a year, I mean, he could turn out to be top three uh, running mm-hmm. back during, in the year. Yeah. So we'll move on to – Good Good list. I have no argument with anybody on that list, including the dark horse. So we'll move on to wide receivers. Wide receivers, uh, Justin Jefferson comes in at number one. Yep. Uh, I I think the fact with uh, 
the the coaching change from defensive to offensive with McConnell, it's gonna make him even better. As long as as long as Kirk Cousins, Captain Kirk Cousins, Kirk. Captain Kirk, can I get him the ball. I but Kirk. Kirk hasn't had an offensive head coach true. in the time that he's played. This is true. He's very underrated. Kirk Cousins is. Yeah. He's it's it's obvious from the amount of money that he's made. Yeah. Um, this is his year, though. If he doesn't prove it this year, they'll, they'll look to the, – but now, here's the thing. Neither one of their backups played well the other night, Mond or Mannion. Right. They're already talking like that. Neither one of those guys will be the backup. They're already talking about going and finding somebody else to be the backup. Yeah. So for this season, yeah, I didn't see that. And then yeah. draft Will Levis next year, so the Packers can beat up on him, and I get pure joy out of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at number two, Cooper Cup. Um, just the amount of receptions he's going to get. Uh, OBJ's out of the way. I know they got. Allen Robinson, um, but I think he's just going to get the amount of receptions. I don't think he can repeat what he did last year, but I don't think he'll be that far off on it. Right. Yeah, even if he regresses by 10%, it's I mean, it's a top three performance. The only right. thing that worries me is Stafford's elbow. And that's I think that's going to be a big deal. I think that's the only thing that holds Cooper Cup back. If it gets worse throughout the year, you're right. But, I mean, Stafford has is an iron horse. But what worries me about Stafford's elbow is the way that Sean McVay talks about it. Yes. It's just pain management at this right. point. Right. Like, nothing you can do about it. It's a baseball injury. So, it's basically Tommy John surgery. Right. I, that's kind of how, what I took. Like, he's looking at potentially Tommy John surgery. So, I mean, he's – Which is what happened to Ben Roethlisberger. And you saw what he's looked like the past couple of years. Yeah, floating balls – 30, year, uh, 30 yards down. He could throw the long ball, but he was just floating it. I mean, if he has to get to the point where he is having that type of surgery, he might be done. Yeah. So, it's not like he's only been in the league for a few years. He's been around for a little while. Uh, number three, his quarterback wasn't there, but it was Jamar Chase. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, he's more electric than Justin Jefferson is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if they would have just given Burrow, I, I, the biggest difference to that I, I, is is Jefferson gets a larger piece of the pie. He gets more targets. You're right. Yeah, if they'd have given Burrow a, a, a half a second to a second more in the Super Bowl, they win because yeah. he had he burnt Ramsey. He had Ramsey cooked. Yeah, yeah. Um, number four, Stephon Diggs. Oh wow. Okay. I like Diggs. He had a down year last year, but. They're going to concentrate on getting him the ball this year. Yeah. His down years. He's consistent. on my per- permanently do not own ever again list. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I don't. I I don't like getting burned, especially when I make a first round pick on your tail and then you cost me. So, yeah. Put that in your notes. Week three when somebody <laughs> somebody burns him, what's send trade off? <laughs> uh, number five on my list is Debo Samuel. So no Devontae, no Devontae Adams? Adams. No Devontae Adams. Not even as your dark horse. Nope. Hmm. Nope. I think Devontae. I, I think you're not giving uh, Carr enough credit there. I, you're right. I don't. I I, I don't think Carr's that good this of a quarterback. Is on, I'm glad this is on recording because I feel like that when we revisit this in February after the season, he's going to eat those words. Maybe. 
Maybe, but there's a reason I traded him. He was on my team. Devontae Adams? No. Derek Carr. Carr. Yeah, I traded him. You I traded Tom, him for Tom Brady. our guy. Yeah, but now, wait a minute. On this show, you said after that happened, you go, well, I didn't know that he was going to get Devontae Adams or I would have never made that trade. You did say that. I did say that. <laughs> so I'll retract that statement. <laughs> so you're telling me you were wrong? No. That's okay. what I heard. I, that's, I, I'm pretty sure that's what I heard too. No. So uh, no, my my, and it's not really a dark horse, but CD Lamb uh, can easily be in the top two to three because the amount of uh, receptions he's going to get this year is going to be uh, astronomical. Well, I like the fact that you ended with a cowboy player because that gives us a very good transition over into the main topic of the show where we're doing the NFL preview show. And when does Mike McCarthy get fired? Right. Well, he's off to a great start. And I wanted to make sure that I threw this point in. So the fact that you ended with a Cowboy player leads me to believe or leads me into this. They ended the season last year in a game against the 49ers that they were so heavily penalized that it cost them the game that they couldn't get the the ball down, and it was penalty after penalty after penalty. They should have beat the, the 49ers, but they didn't. And they come out in their very first preseason game where every other team in the preseason have averaged six penalties. The Cowboys had 17 penalties. So you had a problem when you ended the season, and you've had the entire offseason to address it, and we come out in the very first preseason game, and it's worse than it was when the season ended. Whose responsibility is that? The dude you just called for. Mike McCarthy does not take any signs from Vanilla Ice with, you got a problem? Yo, I'll solve it. He doesn't know how to fix the uh, – <laughs> you didn't think you were going to hear a Vanilla Ice reference. No, I didn't. Uh, he doesn't know how to fix the problem. Adam, as a as a longtime Packers fan, Mike McCarthy's terrible. 100%. And his in-game management is – Probably bottom tier of all. It's a lot like Calipari's. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Like, I wasn't even going to go there, but yeah. I will. I can see it. Um, Here's the bigger problem. It's not just McCarthy. It's Jerry Jones. That's the biggest problem. Like, Jerry Jones just – they will never win another Super Bowl as long as Jerry Jones owns that that team. I don't know. Because I think – when they hire their next head coach, Sean Payton, I think that – I think because Jerry Jones is going to spend stupid money. He'll get Sean Payton the players. I think that it, it'll turn into a Jimmy Johnson, Jerry Jones scenario where they don't really like each other, but they know they need each other. And I think they could they could come back with Sean Payton. But for that to happen, we have to fire Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Well, we know it won't be in season because that's not a Jerry Jones thing to do. And if they start out so But bad, if, if they miss the playoffs, he will not be back. That's, that's for sure. I don't think it really matters. I mean, if they make the – The NFC East is so weak, it's really hard for the Cowboys to miss the playoffs. 
It is. Well, well I mean, you got the is. Eagles. The Eagles, I think, are the head Eagles. and shoulders the best team in the right. division. But that's it. Eagles, Cowboys. The Giants are not going to contend. The Redskins. Redskins. I had to make sure they were still the Redskins not the Reds- on this show. Oh, well, it is the Redskins. They are still no, the no, no, no. It's not the Redskins. It's the football team. Well, no, I, I did the like the football team. The but Commanders. I know. I did like to name the football team. Yeah. But they're all they're still the Washington Redskins. Washington football team. They're not going to be anything. It's a two-horse race, and we haven't played the first game. Yeah. And one I'm of those two teams is starting, uh, you know, to tell you how my fantasy NASCAR is going, five laps behind. <laughs> You're doing well in there. I hate fantasy NASCAR. Listen, <laughs> you hate fantasy sports, period. I do. You're right. I want to tell you how bad this is, okay? And I know we're talking about football. It is so bad that I have – there's not many people that have won. Oh, oh, one, two, four. Over half the league's won, okay? There are – Won a race. Six – People who have yet to win that are ranked higher than me in standings. You want to guess where I am? Dead last. I thought you won a race. I did. And I'm still dead last. Yeah. Wes, where are you at on the rankings? Number one. Numero uno. I tried this week to get them to bump me in the standings by sabotaging Wes by making him incapacitate where he couldn't pick. (laughs) Nobody took me up on the offer. I've won four races. He... He also tried to get them to do a social experiment to let the best driver drop to him just to prove that they couldn't win if he owned them. Would you have taken Chase Elliott? Well, that's what that's what I said. I said I said, listen, let's do a let's do a social experiment. Any driver I pick, okay, I'm picking 17th because there was somebody who didn't finish who who has to pick lower than me this week. I could take Chase Elliott at the 17th pick. I promise you, he would finish 30 or below. Promise you. But I couldn't get the guys to buy in on it. I can't say I blame him. He is the fantasy cooler. Who had Kevin Harvick winning back-to-back races? Oh, yeah, no. Mm-mm. No, I had Logano this week, and I thought I had it in the bag, and then the weather changed, and old happy Harvick went, hey, I'll take that spot. So, getting back to football. Yeah, right. I sent out the power rankings yesterday. I probably didn't. Did any, I don't know if anybody looked. I just thought maybe you did. Well, where's the power rankings? I sent them in the in the chat. So uh, they broke it down into some interesting categories here. Um, the first section here is true contenders. So that number one, anyone take want to take a guess to number one on the power rankings? Buffalo is, Bills. Buffalo Bills number one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers number two. I was going to say, I don't kind like of a that. Slap in the face. I know you. I know I you don't, don't like, like that. You, you never like it when when they uh, do that. Mm-mm. They got the Rams at number three, which, to be honest with you, the Super Bowl champions they should that be got one. better. They, I mean, they, they just got they should be number one. They got Georgia. They did yeah. get Georgia. Yeah. Uh, number four, Kansas City. I think that's too high for Kansas City. I agree. I think Kansas City's window is closed. I think Patrick Mahomes wins another Super Bowl, but it's not in Kansas City. Yeah. How do you how do you not put Cincinnati up there when they just went to the Super Bowl and got better? They got better. I think it's because fl- they, everybody thinks it was a fluke. Well, the well, AFC is so tough. AFC is tough. Yeah, I mean, you got Cincinnati may not even be the best team in their division this year. Right. 
I think Baltimore I'm, – I'm telling you, I know some people aren't big on Lamar. I think this is going to be Lamar's vengeance tour, and I think he's going to – like he's, he 100% has bet on himself. Well, that's the thing. If he goes out and has an MVP season, they're going to regret not signing him now. I yeah. can tell you that right now. Because next year he'll want $60 million a year. Sure. And so, he'll be worth every penny. Yeah. Number five, the L.A. Chargers. Um, I, I mean, I love Justin Herbert, obviously. Eckler is fantastic. I don't know that their coach is the right coach because he literally cost them five games last year with stupid calls. But he I cost them the playoffs by not just taking the freaking tie at the end of the game, uh, end of the year. I, I love the way he coaches, though. Like fourth is that and Staley? Yes, yeah. fourth and one to fourth and three. He's going to go for it because yeah. he trusts his offense to get three yards. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, he better make the playoffs this year. That's all I can tell him. Or they he won't be the coach next year. They had a lot of talent on defense too. Yeah, they That'll did. Help. They did. Could be their year. This is this is a bogus pick right here. Green Bay Packers. No, listen, no. you're wrong. Green Bay's going to be really good till the playoffs start. No, right. they're, they're even going to be better in the playoffs than they have been because that defense is really good. Until they until they prove it and discount double-check himself can take them past the second round, <laughs> then there, there's a rookie in camp, Romeo Dobbs. He's going to set the league on fire this year. All right, well, I'm still waiting on Van Jefferson, so. <laughs> I forgot I was – I like Van Jefferson. You did. You I mean, he's going to blow it up. Van Jefferson, he's Van the guy. Jefferson. It's Romeo Dobbs. It sure it is, Van Jefferson. Number seven, Denver Broncos. That's way too high. Way too high. That's all Russell Wilson's, what that is right there. I, I have said, and I've told all three of you all, I think they finished last in their division. Their offense, well, we discussed this two, three shows ago. Their offense will be good. They'll be able to keep up with people. They their improve defense. their defense, though. Yeah, it's not going to be enough. Not in that division. That, that secondary is really good, and that's what you need in that division. Yeah. And then they got Randy Gregory too, right? Yeah. And they take him. They literally, oh, oh, Randy Gregory. literally stole him from the Cowboys. So number eight, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, this one surprised me. Number nine, San Francisco. That's a lot of faith in Trey Lance. It's a lot of faith in it's Trey Lance. It's more faith in Kyle Shanahan, I, I think. think. it's a lot of faith in Debo Samuel. Yeah. 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 Kyle Shanahan's scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at least Debo's that. contract is set up to where he can succeed. What he did last year, he'll be like, okay, I could do that because if you're going to run me, I get to pay. Yeah. I get paid more. Yeah, they wrote, so I'm they fine wrote about whatever way. you're going to do. So yeah. uh, We know this isn't right. Number 10, Cleveland Browns. That was obviously written – with the expectation that Deshaun Watson was going to play. But if they get Jimmy G with what they added, I think that I could come I can see that through. if they get him. But I don't think that they're going to be the only ones going. I think the Giants are probably going to make a bid for Jimmy G, and I also think the Seahawks are going to do that. I see, think the Giants want the tank. I, I agree. I think we're going to have teams like Seattle and the Giants Just don't want – they. They would prefer to be bad because right. they would assume, they would rather get C.J. Stroud or uh, Bryce Young, Bryce Young, or Willows. Uh, he's not even in the conversation. He's going to Green Bay. Uh, he's going to Minnesota. But I don't think they want Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy Garoppolo upgrades both their quarterback situations, and I don't think they want that. They right. they they want to be bad. Yeah, yeah. Like Jacoby Brissett is perfect for Cleveland this year. He's the perfect quarterback. He's not as good as Jimmy G though. But but he I, no but that's what I'm saying like they're going to want to tank maybe well, I mean, no because they oh they no because they Deshaun. paid they right. still got Deshaun right yeah right right that's right that's right yeah no but I mean I think Jacoby Brissett on that team 
they're good enough to win seven or eight games. The, the right, not enough the, to get to the playoffs. Not enough to get to the playoffs. No, right, but they, the defense and the running game will get them yeah. seven right. or eight wins. So out of the top ten, six of them were AFC teams. The AFC's tough. Yeah. 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 And, Number 11 is the Ravens. I feel like that might be a little low. Well, I think that Lamar is going to use stuff like that to yeah. as bulletin board material. Yeah. And and nobody is talking about him. Nobody's back unless this L- Lamar. Remember on this show we talked about you, and you are one of our top five fantasy quarterbacks. Well, one of Wes's. Uh, so don't hate on us. Give us some love. All right. But I think he's going to use that as bulletin board material. Yeah, for sure. Uh, eye on the playoffs, the Dallas Cowboys. Because, as we said, I mean, the <laughs> NFC East. Yeah. If they were in another division, we're not talking about the yeah. Cowboys. But let me ask you this. And, and you, know I, you know I hate this guy and I hate this team. I think I like Carolina's chances to make the playoffs better than I do Dallas's. Baker Mayfield. He's trash. No, he's not. But <laughs> he is. No, he's not. He's trash. Uh, but I like Carolina. They've been dropping dimes in in the preseason. Awesome against against his own team. Fantastic. Uh, Baker Mayfield's trash. At best, he's the third best quarterback in in the NFC South. The only person that makes him good is if is if who's second? Tom Brady if he stays healthy. I think Baker's better than James. He's not. No way. I don't. I I don't. I don't agree with that. I think this is going to be a big year for Jameis. I think Jameis is also playing to get paid. Who, by the way, I think Jameis Winston could be back in Tampa Bay. Eating I'm dubs. Eating dubs. So, number 13, Philadelphia. Way too low. I think I would have those reversed at least. The only reason I mean, they may be low like that is where's their defense now? Um, you know, is it going to get better? Because their uh, offense, it's I think, the, is the uh, University of Georgia because the they drafted like three of their, You're right, their they guys. Did. Their defense is on the other side of the ball. <laughs> That's where their defense is. <laughs> on the other side of the ball, Wes. <laughs> the way the game of football played, you have offense on one side and defense on the other. So when Jalen Hurts is not on the field, their defense will be there. Is it still 7v7? Yes, it's 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 uh, flag. <laughs> All right. N- number 14 is the Cardinals. Oh, with four foot eleven Kyler Murray dropping dimes. So they paid him. So, yeah. so this is this is Cliff Kingsbury's prove it year now. Cliff Kingsbury's yeah, going to lose no his job. You're right. Paying paying Kyler Murray is going to cost him his job. Yeah. the The fact that he let him call plays. Did you see that? That he let him call plays in the fourth quarter of the preseason game, and they uh, he coached three drives. They were all punts for a total net, uh, net gain of negative four yards. Because he want because <laughs> Kyler wanted to call the plays. Yep. So you know. Well, you know, Kyler that's not Murray, good when your head coach and your hope. quarterback are fighting. Kyler Murray reminds me of the kid off Gridiron Gang by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He was the head coach. Yeah, I played quarterback before. I dropped dimes in Madden. Like that's <laughs> Kyler Murray. Yeah, but he drops kills in Call right, of Duty. Right. But Kyler Murray is. Yuck. He's gross. But he's really good. Yeah, he's not. Uh Cliff Kingsbury is the professional version of Lane Kiffin. Somebody who's never done anything that continually gets jobs, and I'm not sure how. So you heard but, it here This on is the only job he's first. had, right? In it the is. NFL. 
But he shouldn't have even got this one is what I'm saying. He only got this one so they could get Kyler Murray. So it's breaking news on this podcast. Cliff Kingsbury, next offensive coordinator at Alabama. Very good chance. Oh, I like that. Because that's where – That's where you go to reinvent That's where career. coaches go to reinvent themselves. I don't themselves. think him and Saban could get along. Hey, speaking of which, I dropped a nugget on uh, Wes this week. <laughs> nugget did. I did. Did you all know Dan Mullen is the offensive coordinator for the New England Patriots? Dan Mullen. Dan Your former Mullen. quarterback of the University of Florida Gators is <laughs> offensive really? coordinator for Yeah, the, I didn't I thought, think they had I thought it was the I two defensive guys. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. I'm telling you the other day I saw the the thing I saw the other day said he was the They haven't named an offensive coordinator. They got co coordinators on the Yeah, that's offense, all they've talked defense. about. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, then TikTok lot. Yeah. I won't say I was wrong because I wasn't. It was TikTok. <laughs> Why would you take any news from TikTok? Right. I mean, it's Dan Mullen. Who cares? Yeah. Number 15, uh, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, anything there? Pretty much. I mean, no. they've got a good young core. They just it's kind of up to Matt Ryan. Can he, yep. can he, re, can he have one of his seasons think, where – And was, that's another one of those situations. Head coach is on the line right there, I think. Uh, number 16, the Raiders. You were way off. I was. He's actually at some, like, Oakwood Academy or something. <laughs> he is at Lake Oakenee Academy in Greensboro, Georgia. Yeah. He's the offense so I was just a smidge off. He just is the offense coordinator. TikTok was off. TikTok was off. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll show you the picture. I'll show you the picture because I was like, what the world? Because I, I was like, I feel like I would have heard that. Right. Sure enough. And I mean, I guess Ron Don only had three likes on that video, <laughs> so I probably should have used that. So, so, sorry, Ron Don, I should have thought about it that a little better. <laughs> My bad. I'm not so sure, but this may actually classify him as being wrong. No, TikTok no, was wrong. I've, he I, got we've, his information from TikTok. We've we've clarified it was TikTok. <laughs> All right, number seventeen, the Titans. Yeah, I mean they've lost too much. I think it's fair. Yeah. Look out for Robert Woods this year, though. Look out for Kyle Phillips. I, I have their entire receiving core. <laughs> I got Kyle Phillips. He's a rookie. Yeah, I don't know who that is. The only rookie that matters is Traylon Burks. There's another team that needs to tank for who, a quarterback. Who, who, fell, who fell to me in the fantasy draft? Uh, number 16, number 18, I'm sorry. I can't read. The Patriots. I don't expect a lot from the Patriots. This but year. I listen. I'm not going to bet against Bill Belichick, even if he's got a fat Mac Jones as his quarterback. Fat Mac Jones. Fat Mac. Hmm. Number nineteen, the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that's about that's where they a little surprising. Be. I think no, nope. to be that high or that low. That low. They're sucky. It's I all mean, on Tua. It. Tunga Vuoloa, the, the most accurate yeah, quarterback should... in the league, according to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> and then it shows videos. Of Do you think Patrick Mahomes guys. hears that and he just laughs like, <laughs> "Come on, dog!" Hey, Tyreek, I'm glad you got paid, dog. But you know that I'm way more accurate, right? Uh, number twenty, the Saints. I think that's low. I don't. I'd have the Saints over the Cowboys. I just think it just goes to show you how high the Cowboys were. Yeah. Stuck in limbo is this category. The Pittsburgh Steelers. 
I think, listen, I, they still got that defense. Pickett shined in the first game, and so did Trubisky. I Kenny think Pickett was running with the ones today in two minute drill. Yeah. Kenny Pickett will take over after about six games. I don't. I, I, I th- think he's going to start the season as their as their quarterback. I, guys, I tell you what, I am a big, and I know I never thought I'd say this. I really like Mitch Trubisky, and I like Mitch Trubisky in Pittsburgh. I think he could. I be, do too, but Pickett's really shining. Yeah, but you know when you throw a quarterback out, they like. I mean, look how long it took Alex Smith to – not that he was obviously wasn't number one overall pick, but you think about quarterbacks when they don't fall in the right situation and you're in a situation you're, – you're in a team like Pittsburgh who expects to win. Yeah. I think I'd go with Trubisky right now. I think the Pickett can get the people – get the receivers the ball. And they've got a good receiving court. Uh, George Pickens is oh, going to be fantastic. T. Boone Pickens? Uh, but – and, you know, not, with Najee in the background, backfield, excuse me, you know he's he's got the pieces around him. It's it's his it's his thought process when he gets hurried. Is he going to throw an interception or is he going to? Well, I say Mitch Trubisky can turn and throw it out of bounds, but he might also throw the interception too. So if that's going to happen, yeah, start Kenny Pickett. But I mean, I think Trubisky can make the decision of I got to throw this thing out of bounds real quick. Maybe so. Uh, what about the Minnesota Vikings being at number 22? That seems a little low, doesn't it? No. Their defense is awful. Is it? It's and, really, really And I know bad. you all just talked about this guy, but, the, I mean, for the love of God, they still have Kirk Cousins. How you like that? You like that? You like that? <laughs> Kirk Cousins. I mean, they call him Cousin Kirk Cousins or whatever. Uncle Kirk Cousins. I don't know. He's some family member. He's terrible. Well, this is getting interesting. Number 23, they have the Washington Commanders. That's bad. That's bad because they have nobody in. Antonio Gibbon, uh, Gibson has been. Wes cannot talk no, to me. Antonio He's Gibson been has been before he put got here. to the punt team. Have you been, uh, have you been soaking some of those bread? I've been and a little sauce in my L8. And some <laughs> bourbon? <laughs> well, I can tell you this right here. I think this team belong, belongs above the Commanders for sure, and that's Detroit. No doubt. Detroit might shock some people this year. <laughs> you guys, your love affair for Dan Campbell absolutely cracks I, me up. I love Dan you Campbell. You love affair. I, I'm, I Listen, mean, I've, Russell, I've seriously considered buying a Lions jersey. You, they still have Jarrett Goff as their quarterback. Yeah, and he went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Is there the, any with, difference? With the team that just won the Super Bowl. Is there any difference between Jared Goff and Mitch Trubisky? Yes. No. Yes. It, it's not the Jared Goff. Is this, it was the is Sean it, is it, is, is this another Wes impersonation? It's not. It, I mean. I mean, it's it's not. <laughs> I don't really know where I'm going with this, so I'm just going to ramble for a minute. But I'm telling Listen. I – Dan Campbell, fantastic dude. Okay, the Lions are terrible. They got they got DeAndre Swift, Amon Ross, St. Brown. Can he have a repeat year? I don't know because he still has Jared Goff. They're a quarterback and a couple years away from from being the second best team in the in the NFC. They South. literally I mean, lost four games on last second field goals last year. They still lost. It doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter that they lost by less by off field goals or whatever you said. Like they still lost, and it's a feel good story. And he's he's an easy guy to root for. But 
they're not they're not ranked too low. If anything, I think they're ranked too high. Well, I mean, you haven't seen the teams below them here, so they'll go eight and eight. Bet they don't. Eight and eight is the second best record in the NFC North according to USA Today, and it was the Lions or eight and nine because they got seventeen games. Oh, left. that's right. So number twenty five is the Jets. That might be too high. Yeah, I think that might be too high. That's <laughs> they're they're pretty bad. Number twenty six is the Giants. Bad, terrible pick. Can we combine those two teams for an equally sucky number thirty? Right, right. Twenty seven, the Jaguars. So they're showing a little bit of improvement for I, them this year. I'll make a rebuttal. Those last three teams, can we just? <laughs> and I think you could combine those three teams, and we wouldn't have one good team. Yeah, we're still getting bad here. The Houston Texans. Damian Pierce is going to be a bright spot, though. Brandon Cooks is like still there. Va- like Van Jefferson, bright spot? No, like he's actually going to be You know, I, I just realized wow. we haven't hit the main, <laughs> somebody's main team. Oh, uh, no. Well, no, the Detroit was right there. 20. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. Dick Butkus. Okay, some, someone said a while ago that they thought that the uh, Panthers had a better chance at the playoffs. Well, they're at 29. That was me. I said the Panthers. Yeah. I have a better chance than the Dallas Cowboys. That's a bold prediction. Because there. I think the Panthers are the second best team in the NFC South. Wow. I think Baker's the third best quarterback. Overall, I think Carolina has a better team than New Orleans. Their defense is good enough to do that. Uh, number 30, the Falcons. Makes sense. Do they still play football in Atlanta? <laughs> Other than the SEC championship. Desmond Ritter looked really good in their preseason game. Kyle Pitts. Uh, number 31. <laughs> and number 32. Hold on. Hold on. Did that cut out? Back the truck. Up. I thought I said it. Uh, the Dub Bears. Dub Bears. <laughs> I mean, with an acquisition of Keneal Harry, how can we be so low? I don't Keneal know. Harry? Keneal. Keneal. His name? Or Nikhil. Nikhil. Whatever. <laughs> Is he, are, you trying to, are you plotting to kill me right now? <laughs> no. Kill Neil, volume two. Right. He thought the end was silent. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that little asterisk thing. <laughs> Back in my day, everybody just had regular names. Right. Keneal Avu. When we start putting apostrophes in there. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought he thought I thought he spoke French. He does. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Lier. Keneal's in Lier. Justin Fields will throw a lot of passes in Lier. Lier <laughs> <laughs> <Lee> interception. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. We were talking about the other night how he played in the first preseason game, and I'm watching these passes, and I'm like, every one of those should have been picked off. Like, seriously? Well, did, you, did, did you see the, uh, the clip? From uh, from uh, practice a week or so ago, and uh, he overthrew a wide open in the corner uh, of the end zone, in the corner of the, like yeah. by like twenty five yards. And I mean, he, he just wanted to see his jumping ability. He had nobody rushing him. Like <laughs> the tweet was like Justin Fields out here dropping dimes. <laughs> oh my gosh, it so, was the worst throw. Just humor me here for a second. If he fails. Like every other Ohio State quarterback has, mm-hmm. well, that doesn't say a lot for C.J. Stroud next year. Then. It does not. But he's kind of built different, I think. Well, they said the same thing about Justin Fields. Well, Justin Fields is still the best Ohio if State If Justin Fields had so. stayed at Georgia, do they win the national championship last year? Who? 
Georgia? Yeah. Justin Fields has got one thing going compared to a lot of these other Ohio State. Darnell and, Mooney? And, well, Darnell Mooney's going <laughs> to help him. But he's got one thing going that's going to help him this year, and that's his legs. Yeah. Now he can he can turn around and run if he needs to. Why would he turn around and run? He'd be running the wrong way. <laughs> running for his life. That's what he's doing. <laughs> so... <laughs> Justin, you're going the wrong way. Turn I'm trying not to get tackled, coach. <laughs> tackling Montgomery, tackling. Pitch to Johnny. I'm Johnny. <laughs> now, so question. If he fails again, does he get another chance or will he be a lifetime backup? Oh, no, he gets another chance. I mean, they're going to give uh, the, the head coach at least two years, I would think. Yeah, he gets at least next year. I mean, they are in a full rebuild mode. Okay. So, if they get a top two pick next year, do they take a quarterback? No, they take they take a wide receiver. They may even take a running back. Or an offensive lineman. True. Uh, That's they, true too. they don't need a running back. They got Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert's going to be good, but. And Montgomery, right? I mean, so. David Montgomery's solid. Unfortunately, the Bears are not the worst team in the power rankings. That is the Seahawks. Yeah, go Geno, led by Geno Smith. They are gonna they're gonna go over. Like I don't so know if they win a game. If they don't trade Russell Wilson, where would they have been at in the rankings preseason? Twenty three. Yeah, because they weren't good last year. Eight and eight. Yeah, they're seventeen games. Eight and nine. So what 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 is your your biggest problem with this list? Philadelphia being yep. too low. Eagles are too low. That's what I was going to say. I think, I think it's still a a, a prove it mode for Jalen Hurts at that point. I do think they deserve to be above Dallas Agreed. for sure. Um, we're going to do our prediction show next week. I would be shocked if all of us don't have the Eagles at uh, as the NFC East winners. The New York Football Giants. Right. Right. <laughs> You said that last year, and it didn't work out all that well. Yeah. Even a blind squirrel finds enough from time to time. Although they will have a healthy Saquon Barker coming back this year. At so least for the first week. Who gets traded midseason. Oh, that's a good idea. Wow. That's, uh, hmm. I mean, if they're going to be in full full rebuild, go on, go on and dump him and get some draft capital. You don't really see that too much out of the NFL, though. I know. That's why it's a hot take. Makes sense now. Where to? Only I can do those jokes, Wes. We're getting off the rails, Sean. Pull us back in. <laughs> well, he asked you where he was going to get traded. Oh. <laughs> I took the hot take as a hot take where to. Like, where are you going to take me to? <laughs> that was dumb. I've been around... 13 and 14 year olds all day. Do you, have, lost. Do you have a crickets? Uh, <laughs> there should definitely effect. be chirping going on right now. Yeah. Uh, that's, not, that's the next thing we need is one of the little soundboards that has all the little sounds on them. I'm not sure where he goes. Uh, obviously, somebody who has a lot of draft capital. So, the Miami Dolphins. Didn't they just give away five picks for Tyreek Hill? Is that how many they gave away? Yeah. So they're probably not the Miami Dolphins. Kansas City, did, maybe. Though, I mean, because they need a running back. I mean, they have seven on the team. Right, they do. And but nobody they're not any good. You know, they're going to make Chase Edmonds their starting uh, running back. Well, I mean, he played pretty well last year until he got hurt. Mm. 
He's not Saquon Barkley. Well, he's not. Definitely not. So we kind of teased it a little bit. Next week's show is going to be our prediction show. We'll we'll do a combination of the NCAA preview show and the NFL preview show, and we will do predictions of uh, division winners, playoff winners, who's going to be in the college football playoffs, who's going to win the college uh, football you know championship, Heisman Trophy winner, NFL MVPs, offensive players, defensive players. All that good stuff. I think it'll be a fun show um, for sure on that part of it. That pretty much takes care of the NFL for this week. Does anybody else have anything else they would like to say on that part of it? No. (laughs) (laughs) I love the fact that you're just throwing in a pause on purpose. For dramatic effect. Yeah, what you don't realize is, is I cut all of those out. I don't realize that because I don't listen. It, <laughs> it's really good advertisement, the fact that you don't listen to your own show. I know what was said on here. <laughs> oh, are you sure about that? Listen, I know what was said, I just don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. All right, well, guys, another great show. And um, if you haven't, checked out our Thursday episodes that we talk about wrestling, check those out. I think you'll like it. They're short. They're sweet. and uh, Like Wes. <laughs> it's where we get to talk about wrestling. So That we... might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Hashtag KD for BG. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.